We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 12 of the Drop Anchor podcast. The Bayliner. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. This is Kendra. And you might be wondering why the title of this episode is Bayliner. Yeah. Since last you heard, we were looking at a 1980 Viking, and it seemed like we were pretty settled in on it. Obviously not. Nope. Keep up, folks. Things change fast over here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. So what happened this week, Kendra? Oh, okay. So I feel like I have to go back a couple months to explain how we got here. <laughs> yeah, because this this particular like bayliner, this particular bayliner we're going to talk about, um, isn't something that just popped up new. This no, is she's been in our life. <laughs> yeah, we, we she's been orbiting around for a while, waiting to waiting to dock. How's that? Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this bayliner. Yeah. So for starters, if and any of you have not caught on to this. Um, I'm the one who seeks out the boats. <laughs> I'm the boat finder. And yeah. I just bring them to Josh. I, I'm pretty content with anything. I don't think you have brought me a boat. Uh, I don't think you've looked and said, how about this one? Nope. That's true. I've I've done all the, the looking. You've done all the looking, yeah. So, come, same with houses. It's, I was just going to say, it's the same thing about, about <laughs> when houses When we move, too, I'm and, like, yeah. this one. <laughs> right, right. You're so sweet. You just go along for the ride. See? It's my show. It's your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh so, uh, when we very first started looking for a boat, I would go back and forth between looking at Yacht World, which is where, like, the system is that pulls every boat that's for sale. Except for the boats that are for sale by owner. On Craigslist. Or on Craigslist. Yeah. Um, so, my daily search is Yacht World and then also Craigslist. And this particular boat I found on Craigslist. Okay. So, for sale by owner. We actually, I know, I think some people are very, very wary of the for sale by owner because if you don't know a whole lot about boats, you want the broker to explain some things and, and go through the process. Well, but it's kind of like people looking for a, for a house, a house with yeah. a realtor mm-hmm. and wanting a realtor to be involved. Right. Our first boat that we owned, um, found actually, it, I found on Craigslist. Well, are you talking about the stinky boat or are you talking about the Tollycraft? Oh, technically you <laughs> right. found the stinky boat. That's true. I brought you that one. This is why. <laughs> this is why Kendra has a responsibility, not me. That's why you got fired. <laughs> but again, so a lot of times folks are a little wary about the idea of doing for sale by owner uh, because you don't really know and you want someone to represent you. But our our current boat, our Tollycraft, we bought from a guy who uh, took really good care of it did all the things that needed to be done to it and is still in our lives. Like we, we yeah. still have a relationship with him we'll and answer a weird question. <laughs> yeah. And then and he owns a Marine shop up in Paulsbo that we go and shop at Uh long ship Marine. If you want to uh, write that down and that's my plug for him, but we are, we're not uncomfortable with, with for sale by owner. We've right. And so going into this, uh, we know that in the end, we're going to end up getting a sea trial anyway. We're going to get a survey anyway. We're going to do all the things that a broker typically does for us. Well, we should say that <laughs> the guy we bought the boat from, the second boat, our Tollycraft, 
he's the one who taught us all that. Right. No, yeah, yeah. So yeah. our first boat we bought from a guy. <laughs> Basically just, sight unseen. Like, <laughs> That's well, the old no, Matthews. He's like, yeah, you got to cut me a check and then it's yours. And he didn't tell us about, um, we didn't know we could get even a diver underneath. We didn't know about surveys. We Right. We knew nothing. <laughs> So the second boat, when he was going through that, we're like, what? That's a thing. So yeah, in fact, he lined all that up for us. Right. And he taught us that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should probably say that. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> so this this bay liner up in Seattle, uh, a couple interesting things that make it a little different is it's in freshwater. Uh, it's uh, Lake, yeah. Lake Washington, Lake Union. It's in freshwater. And that's new for us. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but uh, apparently, I mean, I guess I know saltwater is harsh. Saltwater is very harsh on uh, on your boat equipment. But this is all stuff you've learned recently. We didn't know this when we went in to look at no, correct. the first correct. time. The first time, I was just like, I loved his ad. Um, and it showed a lifestyle. And with our kids, I thought, they look like they've turned this boat into a home and they have fun on it. Um, he put in this like crane where like they hang this cool chair from it. Normally the crane is for the dinghy. That's that's right. Why but they, they changed it out for a different kind of crane. And a picture of it is uh, them like hanging on this like chair. Yeah. From yeah. it. And I thought our kids would love that. <laughs> like and so there was just things about the boat that they'd done and the ad. And I fell in love. I uh, it was immediately really hard to get you there. Well, I, the thing is, <laughs> when when you look at enough boats and prices, uh, if the price seems a little higher than than other bayliners of the same vintage, um, for me, that's my like one of my filters. Like, nope, that's out of our budget. Not interested. Um, they're asking way too much. <sighs> he is such a killjoy. <laughs> Him and his stupid budget. Well, somebody <laughs> somebody has to be responsible. <laughs> For that side of the house. And I'm just like, look at this thing. Like like the paddle boards and the chair thing and the um they upgraded to granite countertops and there was the coolest sink. It was huge. Most boats have like almost worse than a camper sink. They're tiny. And like, how are you gonna do dishes in that thing? And he had put in the coolest sink. Yeah. So we go up there and I'm still kind of fuming over the fact that you're looking at a boat that it meant, you know, in my head, I was like, nope, not going to happen. So why are we even looking? And uh, while we got on the boat and you toured around with with Mary, the uh, the owner. It was a soggy, rainy day, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, Super I, I wasn't I wasn't really into the whole thing. Yeah. So I went through it. But like every time I turned around to be like, hey, what do you think of this? You were like, like on your phone, not even looking at the boat. Basically, like, I was a little mad. Let's leave. And we had another boat we were going to look at that same day lined up. And so it's yep. kind of like you were just, let's get to the next boat. Right. And it was another Bayliner 4588 that uh, was literally half the price. I think it was even less than half the price. Yeah. It was um, bank owned. So repossessed. It was a bank owned boat. And it was gross. It was definitely <laughs> like I was showing you. Remember the um, the one shower in the master aft bathroom yeah all the walls were coming down i could see i could see so much water damage and i'm showing it to you and you're like oh i could fix that i could fix that (laughs) maybe i'm like no this thing has not been loved the kids were pretty grossed out too they were wondering why i was got back off and they were like can you please leave and they actually went to the car they went back to oh yeah that's right well you just kept staring at this thing like maybe it'll work (laughs) well um (laughs) I, I think that day we were not in agreement 
at all. And so right. I didn't give it any more thought. That was just kind of one of those, the day is over. Yep. I want this fancy thing. You want this trashy thing. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it needed so much work. And for the price, like, yeah, the price was lower, but it needed to be a lot yeah. lower for the amount of work it needed. So that was our first time looking at uh, this 1991 4588 Bayliner. Yeah. So we went on to look at lots more lots of other boats um if you have listened to our podcast you know that in the very beginning we went from that boat and thought we need to go bigger so we went to a 60 foot um made kind of and, i guess we made an offer on that one yeah we made yeah, an and offer. i don't know how you got <laughs> me to make an offer on that boat since that boat was twice the price of this bay <laughs> i somehow convinced you that we needed more space yeah like there's five of us we need this big thing um but again after lots of talking and uh, finding out that there's no slips big right enough. no slips big enough right um therefore there was no place for the boat for like two years and where are we gonna go i so also we did, had to let that one go i also didn't want to be straddled with a mortgage size debt right on a on a boat which is a depreciating asset i was not interested right. in that so we looked for another month and i circled back to the bayliner and said can we go look at it again this time you give it a chance yep and you agreed Another rainy day. <laughs> yeah. We happened to look at this. I mean, it's summer here. We happened to look at this boat again in the rain. And this time, both the husband and wife were on the boat together. Right. And they're a cool couple. Yeah. We really like them. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of shared interests, uh, similar the hobbies. Yeah, the girls love that. Um Another thing is the uh, this boat has a diesel heater. I don't know if I don't know if all of them do, but we we hadn't been on a boat with a running diesel heater right. running at the time we were on the boat, right. and it, it was, was warm. really nice and the toasty. The girls were all toasty. They were comfortable on the couch, just hanging out while we talked. So this was the first time that I actually paid attention to the boat. Like the first time again, I was just not having it. But between the covered pilot house, the covered flybridge, um, the covered uh, cockpit. I, I, I noticed that there was a lot of separate hangout spaces on this boat, kind of like the Viking that we that we talked about last right. week. Um, but this one, uh, yeah, it, it, and for me, the idea of having more rooms right. uh, and more spaces to hang out was was pretty cool. Yeah, it had the door to the back that I wanted going onto a cockpit. Yeah, and just to that give you, was... it's, it's like sliding glass door from your living room overlooking the water, which right. I will admit, that is a really nice feature. Yeah. Um, I had wondered at the time, is that worth all the extra cost that goes into this boat um, or other boat other boats that are similar? Um, but the idea of of just all that light streaming in, um, big 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 door, sliding glass door that you can get things in and out of the the boat pretty easily, uh, it does make a big difference. It's uh, it's a it's a really nice thing. Yeah, the only thing that had us leaving and talking about it and not making an offer was the bedroom situation. Um, right. we finally agreed that the, <laughs> the girls would have to take the master and we would be in the smaller stateroom. Well, and, and let's describe this a little bit because <laughs> I think it's a, without being able, and we're actually going to get a video up so that you guys can see exactly see, what we're looking at. I feel at. like we're going to have to do video on this. It's kind of hard to explain. But, but here's I the thing. I tried to explain it to my mom. In, in reality, there are, this boat was designed with three rooms. Technically. <laughs> and one of the rooms is smaller. Um, it's got a bed that can fit two people fairly comfortably as long as one of them isn't a tornado. Uh, but it's a smaller room. And then the other room, the second room, is the master stateroom, which is bigger. It's got... It's um, in the V-berth. And it's in, yeah, it's in the very front of the boat. 
So the uh, it's called the V-Birth, um, which just kind of means the room is sort of V-shaped. But they built a third room, Bayliner, built a third room off the master uh, that's really separated from the master by like a sliding pocket door. Like it's like two kind of like weird little bunks doors. Oh, the yeah, the doors. Yeah. That. So we looked at what, I don't know, six or seven 4588s because we liked the style and most of the people just took those out. They took the doors, the doors out completely and turning they turned that, room. that into part of the master. Yeah. Tur- basically turning it into a closet or an extension of their room. And uh, if, if you think about the idea of parents with a teenager sleeping functionally in the equivalent of a closet in their room, mm-hmm. um, the lack of privacy is probably uncomfortable for all parties involved. <laughs> yeah, Hayden, our oldest, was like, no, I, I hate this. I hate this. I'm, that, that is not going to work for me. And right. I was thinking, yeah, it's not going to work for us either. Right. So, so the- to make it work, we would have to take the smaller room. You yeah, the only way like to separate us out from the girls and then kind of just let the girls have this master area, which they would get the bathroom that's attached where we'd have to have the bathroom that's across the hallway. Right. Um, and I at the time, I, I wasn't sure I was willing to give up a room. Right. Right. And so kids. Yeah. The second time looking at it, I think it was almost it was really you that was like, I can't do it. It's not going to work. Right. Um, There's not an actual table in that boat. Right, not like a, a, di- a dining, uh, like like dinner an table. assigned. Here's the table. Right. So those were the two things on my list, and then I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. So we spent, I don't know, another three or four weeks thinking about it, and I finally went back and was like, Nope, I want Nautica, I, <laughs> which is the name of the boat. Oh yeah, the name I of the boat is Nautica, right? <laughs> which I looked up because I was like, What does that mean? And what is the meaning of it? And it's like of, of the, the sea, sea, yeah. Which I love. Yep. Um, I do love the name. So I said, I want that boat. So you text the guy and they were um, already in their camper living on it, traveling. So the reception was really shoddy and they weren't getting all the messages. Yeah, I, I never heard back from them. Or and, not never, but at that time I didn't. Well, I think they were just kind of like, okay, but you know, we're not there now. And so I went to like get on Craigslist and their ad was not there anymore. And they had also set up a really cool uh, web page for their boat so that they could post a lot of pictures and information. And so I decided, well, I'll go look at that. And that had had expired. Right. But we found that out later. I thought they pulled it because they also had been having someone show the boat while they were out of town. Yeah, so we thought the boat was unavailable. So I thought, we're late. We're too late. Yep. We lost it. And, and you know, my way of thinking is it is what it is. If, right. if we lost it, then that probably isn't the boat for us. Right. So I thought, okay, we're moving on. And that's when we went to go look at the Viking. Right. That same week. Yep. So uh, real fast forward the timeline. So, you know, we'd made the offer on the Viking. We came home. We made a podcast episode about it. <laughs> um, and I think that. The next day. The, yeah. The, actually, I think I got the text while we were recording. Oh, I don't know. I um, just know that it was like. So we, I got a text from the from the owner of the Bayliner, um, saying, "Hey, we're coming back into town. Wanted to see if you were still interested." And I texted him back, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! I thought the boat was unavailable. Right. We already made an offer on another boat." And I said, "But you know, true story. We haven't settled in on it yet. We had at that time we hadn't even done the sea trial yet." Kendra and I chatted, and we thought, "Well, shoot. well, no, we pulled our pros and cons <laughs> list back out, right?" Um, and the one of the biggest things for me was um and i don't know how much we've talked about living in the camper 
<laughs> no, I don't think um, we mentioned it too much at all. Three years ago, when we moved back to Washington, we hadn't found a house yet. So we decided to live in our 30-foot RV. For six months. For, well, it lasted six months through a really bad winter. Th- yeah, through one of Washington's snowiest winters. And Josh would be gone for three or four days at a time, still working in California. So it'd just be me and the girls, a dog, two kittens, and a gecko lizard thing. <laughs> and what is he? What He's a gecko. It? Yeah, okay. leopard gecko. And I don't know. I don't feed him. <laughs> look at him. The girls take care of that. <laughs> That's Charlie's job. But in the camper, we had a bed for us and a room in the back. But for the girls, I had to make down the couch every day. And I wouldn't, I, did, I could have made the table down every day um for the third another kid. bed yeah <laughs> but then i thought how am i going to make breakfast in the morning getting them ready for school if the table's made down so i decided that the third kid got the floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> they rotated that that uh that responsibility or that uh the hate <laughs> right right <laughs> because they were right next to the litter box and our... they're also next to the floor heater though so that was they always kind of like oh i felt like a... it was cold did you never get down there well, no, cold. I didn't sleep on the floor. Well, I would get down there like laying next to that kid because I always felt bad. And it was much colder because of the air coming through the door. Mm. Campers aren't like super insulated. No, they're not at all. They're not meant to live in like this, I don't think. No. Uh-uh. I mean, I know people do, but it's not comfortable. So, um, and then the black lab um, would, dog of course, came in every night. like try to sleep on that child. <laughs> 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 Just cuddling. He wasn't supposed to. He had a bed in like a, like the front, but. He would end up like on top of whatever kid was on the floor. Big black lab. (laughs) Um, And so the plan was when we started living in the camper that whoever was on the couch had to make it up every morning. It never never happened. It never did. And so we would get home. I'd pick the girls up from school and we'd be snowing or raining. It was a horrible winter. And we would run to get into the camper and the kids would go, of course, ahead of me and run in and just walk all over the blanket and we didn't have a washer dryer i had to go to the laundry mat so that would just frustrate me and so we're thinking about these boats and i thought yeah if our oldest has to pull out the couch every night to sleep on it in the what would would you know the equivalent of the living room do we really think that every morning she's going to put it all away (laughs) put the blankets away put the pillows away get ready for school and we we know that she's our late riser not gonna happen she's not a morning person no no so she'll be grumpy at us even though that was our only con um that one con uh as far as our pro and con list just got bigger and bigger and bigger as we thought about it so the viking had this huge huge uh the master master beautiful like Oh my I mean, goodness, like it looks like a regular bedroom. Right, like we would have been able to shut the door at night and been in like our own little <laughs> like oasis or mm-hmm. I don't know, nice walk around bed, tons of um, closet space and, and drawers. So I'd have all my stuff, um, but I decided that's not worth it. So we're going to take <laughs> on the new boat, the Bayliner, a tiny, tiny room Um basically no room for clothes i haven't got to what we're doing for clothes you and me the trade-off is you and i personally are going to give up some some personal comforts right um as far as what you'd expect in a bedroom 
And in exchange, we're going to have room for all the girls to have their own private space. Well, like two, two of them share a room. That's always been the case their whole lives. Right. But they're going to have their own whole section of the boat that really belongs to the three of them. We gain a much larger galley, much larger kitchen, mm-hmm. um, a and much a larger nice family room, um, the salon, uh, bay doors that go that look you know, overlook the uh, the water. We gain a cockpit in the back, uh, which makes. And we hadn't thought about this too much for with the Viking. <laughs> um, getting the dog on and off the boat I'm gets a lot sure easier. How we were really going to get the dog on the Viking. Um, and really, when we looked at the, the bay line of the first two times, we had decided on a boathouse. Oh, and right. so now with the boathouse, that extra clothes that I need to store will just... Go in the boathouse. Can go yeah, in the put loft. Put a wardrobe and in, yeah, in the loft. Go up there. I can store in some tubs extra clothes. So... We ended up deciding to go take a look at it one more time. But actually, before we – how do I say this? Before we decided <laughs> that we wanted to go forward with this boat, I think we agreed that the Viking wasn't going to work. Again, the whole the whole sleeping oh, situation. Right. Um, I had actually – I forget the timing, but I had already let the broker know that we, we are, it's not yeah. going to work. We, can, we So we have to withdraw that offer. Right. I think that even before you got the text, I had been questioning the couch. Yeah. It was really stressing me out. And I kept thinking, like, what boat works? Because we can only have it <laughs> right. be 50 feet, but I need three rooms. I right. don't want Hayden on the couch. And something that we, I mean, we kind of know this about our kids, but our oldest, for whatever reason, um, sometimes won't tell us if she doesn't like something. Right. And it wasn't until she after. She didn't want to influence us. Right. She didn't want to influence the decision. So after we decided, yes, we're going to go forward with this other boat where she could have her own space, uh, she told us. Like, she was really uncomfortable with the idea of having to sleep on the couch and didn't right. like it. So at this moment, we've officially made an offer. We actually have the loan process going. Right. So in like, I don't know, two days, we withdrew from the Viking mm-hmm. and turned around and started the process nautica yep so that's that that is that so Um, this next weekend we've got sea trial survey that whole thing that we need to do which you get to do by yourself because the girls will be in school and i have to stay home to get them from school (laughs) right (laughs) and um luckily you're uh you're in a boot now not a cast right so i can temporarily take it off and that happened this week that happened wednesday he got his stitches (laughs) out he got his stitches out wednesday and then so, what happened? Yeah. What day was it? My week or my days are so messed up. I swear, taking yesterday. So what was that? Thursday night then? Well, I yeah. should probably mention that uh, I'm not a great patient. <laughs> so on Wednesday, when when I went in to, to get the stitches removed, the doctor was supposed to have also removed the cast from my foot. And not the kind of cast you're thinking, not the whole like... No, it's like a half cast, like but then it's wrapped. Yeah, but it's wrapped. not meant to be removed. Right. Um, you were supposed to leave it on. Right. But he didn't. I get a little claustrophobic, and if something's uh, clamped on me, like my brain, I, I just need to take it off. Like we're laying in bed. We're getting into bed one night. <laughs> like Saturday night. And I night. look over, and he's taking the thing off. I mean, I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. You need to stop, and you're going to gross me out. Like, Ugh. I don't do these kind of things. And then he takes it off. And he's like, you want to see the, the stitches? And I'm like, in bed. I'm, <laughs> And my bed already is like, hey, don't put anything in my bed and my sheets. And I'm just like, I cannot believe you did that. Yep. 
So when we went, I went with you to your appointment. I'm like, I would like it known that I told him not to. <laughs> Apparently, it's a little bit more common than than you might think. Yeah, they said it's not the first patient to do that. Right. So I took it off. But they put me in this removable boot, which is awesome because I can take it off and uh, massage my foot after sitting for too long or, or even shower, shower. <laughs> or whatever it is that I need to do. Um, but that so that's my story. Kendra has uh, another <laughs> Well, your stitches came Story. out Wednesday, and then I got stitches on Thursday. Jeez. <laughs> so part of this um, process is having to get rid of things still. Like, we're still doing that. I mean, if you're like, people, you've been talking about this for weeks. Like it's It takes that long. After, I mean, we're not using a moving truck and having a bunch of friends come no, over no, and no. unload for us. It's after 17 years. Um, so we've moved a lot. And if you've ever, like, taken, you know, you've got your junk drawer, and at the end of the move, like, what do I do with this? You just dump it into a box, and then the next house, you pick a drawer or a closet. Like, or if you're friends fans, and you know that Monica has that secret closet (laughs) at the end of the hallway that she doesn't want anyone to open because that's where she's been throwing everything. I had a Monica closet. And it was kind of the last thing that needed to get dealt with. Like I've, I've done pretty good. The house is, was like just about finished. And I told the girls on Thursday afternoon, I'm like, it's we're going to open that closet door. <laughs> we're going to tackle this closet. And it's a good size closet under the stairs. So I'm in the closet, <laughs> which is kind of a tight squeeze. Um, it's a closet underneath the stairs. And I was handing stuff to the girls and kind of, we formed this kind of line, like Get it all up into the living room, and then we're going to deal with it. Yep. Some stuff's going to – more stuff's going to go to the Goodwill. Right. Stuff's going to the storage unit. Stuff that's going to go to the boathouse. Stuff that they don't want to let go of because they realize I kept childhood stuff for them. (laughs) Right, right. they're like, you kept this? We're going to keep this. Like, ugh. So uh, I think when we moved into this house, I had dropped a a picture, uh, a pretty good-sized one. It's like a 12 by 20 or 18 or something like that. And I had dropped it in the the – frame had separated from the glass i didn't feel like dealing with it so i put it in this closet (laughs) my monica closet and so i pick it up and i'm like oh yeah i put it in here because it had come apart and i so i'm about to hand it to charlie and i'm like hey this is like coming apart you might want to be careful and i hand it to her (laughs) and the glass slips out and falls onto my foot and it hurts so bad. It's the foot that I had fallen on two months ago. I had fallen down the stairs. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I had really, really hurt that foot. I'd, we'd gone to urgent care. I got a boot for it. It took a couple weeks so I could really put pressure on it. I didn't break anything. Um, so the glass hits that foot and I'm just like, no, it hurts so bad. So I'm screaming that I hurt my foot. And, you know, Charlie's just kind of looking at me, not realizing like what I what I hurt. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see my other ankle looks like this giant wound. Yeah. Without going into too much graphic detail, (laughs) um, the glass cut her leg on the other foot or cut her foot on the other leg pretty bad. My ankle. Yeah. Right, right above her ankle. Uh, probably deeper than any real life gash I'd ever seen in person. And I don't do blood. So now I am completely freaking out screaming yeah josh said he thought i lost a toe well (laughs) 
<laughs> that's just based on how you were screaming and, and like looking down. Um, but I came down and I was like, ah, shoot, this is this is not like, oh, let's put a Band-Aid on it. This is we need to get her. Yeah. Instead, to this is um, let's put um, Gorilla Tape <laughs> on it and okay. get you to listen, the listen. hospital. Again, I don't want to get too graphic here, <laughs> but it, it's, it wasn't a, like a cut straight in. It was a cut down. And so... So um, he gorilla taped me. So I, <laughs> in order to make sure everything stayed together properly, um, I got some gauze and some gorilla tape and wrapped her leg. He was really proud of it when we got there too. He's like, "Look, I, <laughs> yeah, I, think the, I gorilla taped her." The the, uh, the the triage nurse was mildly amused. Anyhow, um, here's so, <laughs> so then I'm like, "This is my right your ankle. driving ankle." Yeah, so I can't drive. Josh still can't drive. So we turned to our oldest and we're like, well, I guess you're driving. You're driving us to the hospital. Uh, she's had her learner's permit 10 months, yeah. nine months. Uh, she gets her license in November. So she can't drive. It's not like we told her like, hey, drive us. And she's never driven. <laughs> right, before. right. Uh, so she drove us. But we were a comedy show getting oh, out of goodness. our vehicle. Here's me getting out of the car. I've got crutches. Um, and then we have to have the kids run in, grab a wheelchair for Kendra. And we've got our littlest pushing pushing Kendra in a wheelchair while I'm falling behind in crutches. We finally get to the uh to the attend or to the I guess check-in or whatever and they're like, "How many of you are we seeing exactly?" Oh, I think you, yeah, it's like, "Which one of you?" Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he <sighs> hobbled around the whole place while they took care of me. Yeah. Um, x-rays to make sure nothing was broken, to make sure there's no glass in the wound. Yeah, so they x-rayed both feet. Because at the time, the, really, the foot it fell on was still the foot that hurt the most. Right. I mean, I instant, you couldn't really feel the cut. Yeah. It was right. Like a inst- very clean slice. Well, I could feel it, but yeah, the foot, the other foot hurt more. So eight stitches later, and nope. however many hours we were there, what do you eight mean? stitches is you. No, you have eight stitches. Nope, I have five. I asked. Oh, them. that's right. You had eight. <laughs> they pulled eight out of me, and then the next day they gave you five. <laughs> yeah. I know it's confusing. It <laughs> Sorry, just honey. so many stitches, guys. I haven't had stitches since I was five. Yeah. Yeah. When I was five years old, um, I was playing in my cousin's basement. Did I tell you this? I'm pretty Probably. sure I told this story because I blame them for my scar. <laughs> my cousins, uh, one is older than me and one is younger than me. And um, I was at their house playing in their basement. And in Montana... I don't know how many states, you know, know that there's basements. But in Montana, you have basements that is living space. And they turned it into this big rec room for the kids. And so it's on concrete. And they had that really thin, like, indoor-outdoor carpet. Okay. Basically, it's not even carpet. And we were playing, like, circus or something. And my cousins said, jump off the chair or desk, something. I had to jump off of a high spot over this rope. But we won't hold it up really high. We just jump over it. I go to jump and they pulled the rope up and it caught my foot oh, no. and I fell flat on my face and I start screaming and my aunt runs down the stairs and she doesn't do blood. I come from a long line of women who don't do blood. My mom does, but my aunt didn't, my grandma didn't. And so she was doing dishes and had a dish towel in her hand. She threw the towel over my face. <laughs> so she couldn't see the like, blood. I'm five, but I'm telling you, this was all a very traumatic it is very clear still oh, to this man. day in my head. So I have a towel over my face. She swoops me up, runs up the stairs, 
runs out the front door to the middle of the cul-de-sac screaming to get someone to come help her. So um, my parents, uh, they must have just been outside because they I know that they showed up and so did the neighbor next to her who happened to be like a triage nurse. So then I remember the towel being taken off of my head and the nurse is being like, oh, it's fine. She just needs stitches. And it was my chin. Totally mm. big old gash and chin's face stuff bleeds a lot. Yeah. So. And it heals quickly. Yeah. So my parents took me to a walk-in clinic. And the only thing I remember is that they covered, like, they have that, I don't know, that material that has the hole in it. So that they only do, like, the hole on the thing. So my whole face got covered again. <laughs> and... I just cried for my dad. Like, I just Aww. wanted my dad to hold my hand. And he is in the doorway. <laughs> he couldn't do blood room. either. He wouldn't even come in the room. And he's like, I'm right here. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> and so the biggest memory for me is that he wouldn't hold my hand. Oh, I held your hand. I know. Well, I was going to say, Josh held my hand. He let me squeeze it. At one point, you grabbed my hair <laughs> and yanked my head down towards you. Favorite part. Like, <laughs> like my, let go, let go, let go. <laughs> <laughs> you have hair. Uh, but um I did laugh the whole time. Yeah, Kendra Kendra, Kendra <laughs> and her dad do this weird thing. It's this, and my it's, sister. It's bizarre. When they get injured, uh rather than cry, we they laugh. like like laugh and belly laugh. laugh. Like my whole body shakes. Yeah. Like I was actually <laughs> telling you to stop because the doc's trying to put stitches in you. And you're laughing and shaking your leg while you're laughing. <laughs> and the more I try not to, the more the my... more you laugh, right? Well, no, the more my body shakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I have to actually laugh because if I'm holding it in, now my body's shaking because I just want to laugh. And it really confuses people. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, it's so weird. Like, like me, we've been married for, for <laughs> 17 years and I'm looking, I'm like, are you hurt? Is this funny? Like, I don't know. You no, know, you know now because when I fell down the stairs a couple months ago... And I was laughing. Morgan was like, she's fine. She's laughing. And you were like, nope, that, not, not means, this time. Yeah, that means yeah. she's hurt. <laughs> well, that was that I knew not because you were laughing. It's because you didn't get up. Like you were still just laying there. Anyhow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard. To, it's very confusing. It is. Um, but Did you get it? The nurse actually was like, well, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's different. It's better than having her scream. True. But better for all the other patients. And the other patients are probably thinking, well, what kind of care is she getting? (laughs) (laughs) Or why is she here? What meds is she being given? (laughs) It's very confusing. (laughs) All right. So that was our week. Right. Which, and that's actually slowed us down quite a bit. Yeah, that sucks. We we brought out all this stuff from the Monica closet and it is still sitting in our living room now. And it's been there for days. So our house is a mess. Um, but the coolest thing happened yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> we <Fred> discovered. Meyer, <laughs> um, does the, I've never done the grocery shopping online thing. I mean, I've talked to some people who do it. And there's two ways to do it. Get your groceries and you drive and they bring it out to you. Yeah, like curbside pickup. Or they deliver it. Like a pizza. For a, a, a price that was totally worth it to us at this point. Because. Yeah. I could make up a list and send you guys wandering around the store, or I could get it online and you and Hayden could, you could Hayden could drive you to the curbside, um, but you had work to do, like you're working, right? And um, I just I, the stitches are in a weird spot, and I move my foot, I swear 
something is moving. <laughs> so I'm terrified to walk right now. It hurts. It feels weird. So the coolest thing, and, and Kendra can elaborate more on this just because she's the one who did it, is because we, I mean, this is not a plug for Fred Meyer or anything, <laughs> but because that's where we shop, we've got one of those, you know, they ask us, you know, can you you know scan your Fred Meyer card? So it tracks everything we've bought. And on the one hand, a little creepy, but on the other I hand- Kind of creepy. Yeah. But on the other hand, since it knows, like, for example, if you're going to buy milk, it the, the system knows what brand milk you normally buy. So if you type in milk, it brings the first item it brings up is the last milk you bought or the well, one it, you bought. It comes up frequently. with the list, but the top of the list yeah. is like the last ones I've bought. Right. So it made it, I mean, it was fast. Yeah, I did a huge grocery shop within like minutes. Right. So I don't. Uh, and, and maybe for uh, you guys out there who don't do a ton of shopping, if Kendra sends me on a list to go grocery shopping and it says sour cream. I send you on a list? Uh, send me on a run to go grocery <laughs> shopping. It sends me with a list. With a there list. we go. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm in the sour cream section looking at the 15 brands of sour cream in the different size tubs and I have no idea. So I'm like calling her every 10 minutes while I'm at the grocery store. Right. I've even taken pictures of stuff that we have and said this is this the This is one. the one. Right. Yeah. Right. So super convenient. And it got delivered faster than than it said it would um yeah the the guy who brought oh, I got, it really like a nice text. i got a text like this person is getting your groceries right now yeah and now the driver has gotten your groceries and it was really cool very and very we're neat. really like maybe this makes us old because i think there's a lot of people that use this service oh, and yeah. so this is like they're like yeah what, have you guys what is this new technology living under a rock <laughs> right so <laughs> I don't want to do this all the time, but just the idea that it exists um, in a situation where neither one of us could really drive around or yeah. or could could handle walking around the grocery store for an hour looking for things. No, it was. Uh, yeah, so good on Fred Myers. And then Fred our Meyer. Kid, like I asked the girls what they wanted to cook since they became the cooks yesterday. So then I got the groceries and then they did the cooking. Yep. So, Super cool. Yeah. <laughs> so besides uh, switching boats. Switching boats. And getting stitches. That was our week. <laughs> it's it's some sort of weird adventure every single week. We don't we don't script any of this. We don't plan any of we this. We don't plan it. This is just the kind of stuff that happens to us. So I'm hoping that we don't have a lot of injuries to share about. <laughs> right like, once we're on the boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um. So other than that, I mean, we've we've really prepped our boat for sale. For sale. Yeah. Um. Not sure if the guy who wanted it is going to get it, so we've relisted it. Yep. Um. Yeah, because, we, ha we have a buyer lined up. He's right. just had some delays. Yeah. And now that we're getting closer to acquiring a new boat, we have to get this one moved out. Right. So I've, I put it back online on Craigslist. Yep. So we need to get that sold. Before we did that, I actually went to the boat um, and continued to kind of get it clean. And I've been making trips to the boathouse, um, still bringing stuff and, you know, obviously before my stitches. And one of the visits... So you've been with me a couple times. And then I decided I wanted to get some on video, like um, opening the curtain and stuff like that. Yeah. And the day we did that, um, the sun was shining and the water was really clear. And there was just a ton of fish under our boat. Um, I think you got some on film. I think you videoed it. Yeah. Took pictures. And uh, so it got me to thinking. Um, we haven't talked about our jobs I don't think so far. No. Um, like what we do for a living. Um, this is not what we do for a living. <laughs> we don't make any money on, on this podcast. No, this is just us deciding to record ourselves while we visit. Yep. Over our morning coffee. Um, 
but a couple years ago, uh, three years ago, one of our friends, uh, he had uh, started a construction company and he knew that my dad did construction. And so he came to me and was like, I've gotten, gotten really busy. Uh, you want to come help? And we didn't really establish like what it would be that I would do. Um, it kind of started out like in the office, some paperwork and, um, I really just wanted to know what he did. And he showed me one time that he had, um, uh, this really cool program that he designed the houses with. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. When I was a kid, my dad built houses and he designed the houses that he built. And back then he had the, uh, big old drafting table set up in his office all the time. And when I was little, I would sneak into his office and just study these floor plans. Like, it intrigued me so much. I was always on the job site with my dad. He would beg my brothers, and they hated it, didn't want to go. And I'd be like, please, please, please take me. And he'd let me, and then hand me a broom and tell me to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I helped clean quite a few houses. Um, I remember playing around one of the houses one time, and a neighbor kid coming over and being like, you can't hang out there. And I was so proud, and I, you know, puffed up my chest, put my hands on my hips, and I'm like, this is my dad's house. I can be here. Um, I loved that he was a builder. I was very, very proud. And so the fact that a, this, like, was a job I could do and, you know, work for a builder, but I quickly was like, can I get out of the office and come to the job <laughs> with you? And then I was like, can you show me this cool program? Because my dad always did it with a pencil and paper drawing these houses, and this program was super cool like you just put in a wall and it kind of turned into can I just play with that and mess around with it to um that's what I do now yeah you're a you're a house designer right and you meet with the clients and, and help them build their dream yeah so I do the floor plan mm -hmm. a lot of times when we show up at a meeting um the first comment I get is oh you brought like an interior decorator with you and the wife is just so excited to talk about decorating and it's actually, I'm the one that designs the house. And that always throws people off, I think. Um, they also are like, where'd you go to school? <laughs> school of hard knocks. And I'm like, well, I actually just grew up in the industry. Um, yep. So I would ask my dad, how do you draw a house? And what is this symbol? And he'd When you were a kid. Yeah. yeah. So back to when I was a kid, he'd say, uh, you know, that's a door, that's a window. And so when I was probably 11 or 12, I snuck into his office one day and I got the graph paper, um, which I later learned that that's like a one foot by one foot, the squares. Mm -hmm. I didn't know back then <laughs> what the squares meant. Um, so I decided to start designing a house. And my friend at the time um, who lived across the street, my best friend, Tanya, decided she wanted to draw one with me and that we would draw a house that we'd actually live in together with our husbands <laughs> interesting <laughs> i know we were 12 um but we just wanted to live together and then we're like well our husbands will just have to like each other <laughs> um but we both were into animals uh tanya more than i was and so our house consisted of like this room's just for the cats and one of the rooms was for like um what's the white tiger the white tiger <laughs> it doesn't have a name it's just a white tiger no it has a name there's like the well, it's a bangle, but a bangle means striped. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's just a white bangle tiger. like a name for the white one. Well, we wanted a white tiger. Well, someone else can correct us later if there is. <laughs> um, 
And she was really into birds. She had a lot of birds growing up. And so she had a room for the birds. And then one thing that I thought was really cool was, well, even step back further, anyone who was born in like the era, like I'm 80s, (laughs) was every house had that living room. You know, you had a living room and a family room. People don't do this anymore. (laughs) But it was like where mom put all the nice furniture and you weren't allowed to play in it. Did you not have one of those growing uh -uh. up? (gasps) Okay. Well, I'm like white suburbs child, I guess. Right. I don't know. But we had like the living room. Your dad was a builder. Just use that. But if you watch like the 80s shows, like, okay. So there was like the living room you couldn't go into. It was, that's mom's nice furniture and you're not allowed. And that's where like when the adult company comes over, that's where they sit and kids aren't allowed in there. Um, there's usually like even like a step down into it. It was like a thing in the 80s or 90s. Um, I guess 90s. But um so my mom had that room. So I told Tanya, I'm like, we have to have that room. Like when you first walk in, there's a couple steps down and there's this room nobody can go into. And then we thought, how do we make it even cooler than our moms have their living rooms? Um, and we thought we should turn the floor, like a huge middle section of the floor into a pond. And then it has glass over the top. And so when you're sitting visiting, there's like fish below you swimming around. And we thought that was the coolest thing. And so we were at the boathouse this last week and the water turned green and these fish were just swimming around. All of a sudden, it just kind of hit me. Yeah. (laughs) I am living in the house I designed as a child with a pond under me. (laughs) Very cool. Like there's this sort of like a, I don't know. (laughs) That's cute. That's a really cute story. (laughs) Hmm. When I showed the house to my dad, he was like, that's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not to scale. <laughs> that's not to scale. It doesn't work. Um, like, yeah, everything about it. He was like, no. So I was super excited to um, the very first house that I designed with this builder um, and uh, it got built. I was super excited to show it to my dad. Like, look, it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> the stairs go where they're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Everything's to scale. Yeah. So I think I have one of the cooler jobs. No, you do. You do. I work in insurance. It, <laughs> it's not that interesting. <laughs> your face. I wish I could see your face. I love you. <laughs> no, it's it's got its perks. It pays the bills. It pays the bills. No, it's I, I, I actually have a lot of fun with it. I don't get involved no, in the insurance so too much. You are so good at your job. Oh, thanks. It's thanks. like set the insurance aside because you're so good with people. You are amazing at your job. Oh, thanks. Anyone that has seen um, the movie Gone with the Wind, <laughs> I usually refer to Josh as like, he's Rhett and I'm Scarlet. I'm not as good with people. And Josh is amazing with people. <laughs> well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think that's what makes us a good couple. I think it works pretty well. I think so. On that note, I think that's all we've got for this week. You have anything else? No, I think it's time for breakfast. I'm hungry. Yeah, let's go do that. Okay. Love you. Love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, Make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.